Just go for it. Jump into yeah. it. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, I think we should just jump into it. There's plenty to talk about. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what kind of a portfolio. I ha- I just now literally two minutes ago looked at our notes. Yeah. I hadn't made any notes. You hadn't made any I notes, made any notes, which is perfect because one of the books that um, I have read recently, because I just realized it's been about two episodes since we talked about books. Yes. Maybe longer. And I do have um, a book I read called Improv Wisdom. Oh. And the subtitle of that book, Don't Prepare, Just Show Up. That's a good advice, I think. I think that's excellent advice. I really didn't need to buy the book. Yeah. I think that's it. That's nine-tenths of whatever yeah. you're doing in life. Yeah. This, yeah. The, the catch is that you realize that you didn't need the book after you've finished it. Yes. It kind of explains you how you've made a stupid mistake and spend money that it wasted money that you could have spent otherwise. Well, I mean, it's not a lot of money. It was a, a Kindle purchase, right? So I probably spent $4. Mm. Um, the real time was probably in the however many hours I read it. Yeah. And then at the end it said, hey, stupid. The subtitle says it all. Just show up, which is what we're doing for this podcast. And if I had to do a ranking, yeah, uh, I know that's an important thing for me whenever we kick yeah. off these shows. Yeah, yeah. I think it's going to be fairly okay. I think we're going to flow nicely. Hmm. It's been yeah, a week. Yeah. I've been abroad. Yeah, uh, yeah. Broadening my horizons in different yeah, countries. Cr- and um, uh, I, I'm thinking good things. It's yeah. going to go well. I had hoped to have one other piece of tech. I wanted to, I installed a soundboard, you know, DJ soundboards yeah, where they have yeah, sound yeah. effects on my phone. And I tried jacking it in here, but it's acting funny. So I, I was going to have, you know, air horns like burr, 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 and Chewbacca and rim shots and sad yeah. trombones. Uh, but that is, that did not come to be. I'm glad that it didn't, you know. You kind of, I, you know what? I had a feeling if I hook this up, you'll, you might laugh, but you, in, inside you might be like, this is so stupid. Why are you turning this podcast into a DJ uh, hype show? I don't think it'd be stupid, but it'd be like everybody else. Yeah. Everybody else sucks. Yeah, that's true. Some people Listeners, are okay. All other podcasts are shit. Yeah. That's what you must understand. Unless we approve of it. We do Unless have a list. Yeah, yeah. That's what, that's what we should be putting on our, on our website. Yeah, approved list of podcasts. Approved podcasts yeah. where you won't get ear cancer. I would even go as far as approved episodes. I don't necessarily Ooh. want to recommend the full podcast. I, I agree with that because, you know what? While, while our podcast is the best co- podcast to ever be recorded in the history of the internet, there are some episodes that eh, yeah. I yeah. wouldn't recommend people listen to. Yeah. Really, like maybe the first 12 yeah. You know what? We were really tight, really tight in the first however many where we were, uh, I think we were trying to be very analytical. Yes. And I and I think when we tried to be funny, it was really, it, it didn't fit in with, it was choppy. Yeah. yeah and now yeah. I think it's almost, uh, it's looser, maybe a little too loose. Maybe we could start reining back the structure. But you know what? Who cares? It's a process. Yeah. It's a learning process. We showed up. We showed up. <laughs> it's... It's more than most people have ever done in their life. So, uh, yes, as the woman said in Improv Wisdom, I feel don't like prepare a, like a winner. Yeah, definitely. Um, so just a little backstory. I, I was posted up here all alone. Mm. And then our friends from Apple, uh, they just set up like a few minutes ago. And I go, oh, but I don't think there, it's going to be a distraction. No, it won't distract me as I, I have the focus of a uh, aged ninja. Uh, 
an elderly ninja who can just stay on task and not be distracted by the battle around him. Yeah. Um, so y- can we kick things off with... Uh, we've never done any kind of shot-out memorials to important people in history passing. Yeah. and Mostly because we despised most of them, and we kind of happy they died. Well, you know what? Jerry Seinfeld said something really hilarious in Comedians with Cars. He was, it was actually with uh, Ricky Gervais. Mm, an, appro- an approved uh, web series. Yes, that is approved. Uh, it, I mean, I, the car part I could do without, but I think the conversation between good entertainers is yeah, really good. Yeah. Uh, and he said to Ricky Gervais, he says, uh, or maybe it was Eddie Murphy. I forget. Yeah. Uh, it was one of the two. And he said, <laughs> yeah, everything is funny to us. That's what the rest of the world doesn't understand. And then he goes, even when it comes to death. And then he said, when I hear about, hey, so-and-so died, I just say, ah, eh, we've had enough of him anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so It's funny because it's true. Yeah, it's true. I mean, we all get our, we all get our little whatever you want to call it. We get our show. Yeah. We get our moment in the sun, and then it's time to get out of the way. Exactly. But here's our memorial, because you're not going to be, believe me, you're not going to be cynical about this one. You're going to okay. be like, oh, this is, this is a bummer. Um, Rutger Hauer. Mm, yeah, yeah. Now, that name may not ring a bell. Oh, I know. I know. Oh, you know. That is. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. So, from Blade Runner. Yeah. He was the, he was the, pre- he was the hunted... Yeah. Um, Whatever you want. He was the hunter and the hunter yeah, yeah. of... Uh, as well as Ivan Drago in Rocky Two. No. That's yeah. a different guy. What? Yeah, Dr- Drago was Dolph Lundgren. Ah, but, but... Well, they look, they look exactly I think they're alike. both Dutch. I think they're both Dutch. But this guy, you know what else he was in? You may not know this movie. He was in uh, Lady Hawk. Did you ever watch that movie? No. This movie was bomb when in the 80s. Uh, it's it's with Matthew Broderick and him, um, and uh, he it, it's kind of a love story, a weird love story where him and his lover are cursed to where he's a human in the day, a wolf at night. She's a hawk during the day and a woman at night. Oh wow! Uh, I kind of spoiled it, but it's a thirty-year-old movie, so if people, I mean, just go watch it. I I highly recommend it. Um, and, yeah, so he was kind of a big deal in the cyberpunk scene with kicking it off and kind of being the face of a killer android. Yeah. But he brought humanity. He brought humanity to the, to the role also, right? Um, and here's where it's kind of weird. He was, he was 75, which I don't consider old. In 2019, 75, if you have Hollywood money yeah. and you're 75, I got to think you should have at least 30 more years. No, maybe not 30, 20 more years. 75 Probably. does seem not like a good run. Yeah. Well, but then again, uh, we don't know. Maybe he what, liked cocaine. What he died of, yeah. Yeah, that's true. They don't I didn't I didn't get into that. Look look at the other side. Uh getting to 75 is problematic. There's so many ways you can die along the way. Again, 2019, though. 
a lot of those dies, a, a lot of those ways you can die have been mitigated. For instance, if you go, if you go for a swim in a lake, there isn't a leviathan like there was a hundred years yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> or in the ocean, we still have sharks and octopuses, but <coughs> leviathans yeah. and krakens—they're yes, not they're as abundant gone. as the they dragons are gone too. The you dragons are gone. Safely fly now. You can safely fly. Yeah, yeah. What would we, we wouldn't even have air travel if it weren't for the fact that the dragons went extinct. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, it's just rare to hear about rattlesnake attacks. There's just a lot of things that a hundred years ago would have got us. Yeah. So when if, when I'm thinking Hollywood, <coughs> Hollywood must be the most <coughs> nerfed out place on planet Earth. There's nothing that can get you in Hollywood, right? Yeah. Other than traffic. Maybe traffic did. Maybe traffic killed him. It could be. I don't know the circumstances. So. The most likely outcome. Yeah. But you would think the guy who played an android would somehow find a way with technology to go at least to 100. Yeah. Are you, you're expecting to live to 100, right? You want to live forever. I want to live, I want to live as long as I want to. But I'm, I, I must say I'm not satisfied with how progress in healthcare is going. It's, really, it's going really slow in my opinion. Because we still... Like, we don't have personalized medicine. Right? We don't, don't yeah. have personalized healthcare. You're yeah. still, you know... You come to a doctor and the doctor says, Well, you know, how, how much does that bother you? Maybe we just will go away. Just, you know, go... Well, yeah, no, they can do a lot of fuck tests. O- fuck off. But it's not DNA-related tests. Yeah, I, I see what you're saying. We, we kind of understand our DNA and uh, epigen- epigenetics, yeah. but we don't, we don't have pills catered towards the Matthew and the Vadims of the world. We just have pills catered towards, oh, Vadim has a symptom. Yeah. So let's give him a pill for that symptom. Yeah. I think we'll get there. Here's the problem. It's going to cost you. That depends. Because, well, I mean, that depends if things go really well for humanity, then it will be either free or affordable, good medicine, good health care. Yeah, you would hope. Uh, Otherwise, yeah, otherwise we're fucked uh, because only rich people will be able to afford it. Yeah. Well, we'll you and I will be fine because this podcast... It's, it's is raking a, is in the dough. Go- it's ridiculous. Mine. Yeah. yeah. And sometimes throw yeah. money away because it's... Well, I be use it in campfires. Yeah, I can't be bothered just having them. It's just yeah. depresses me. Well, there's just nowhere to put the money. We have yeah. that same problem like uh, the Johnny Depp character in Blow had. Yeah. He had so much cash, he just had to store it in Panama. Exactly. Yeah. Um well, what I've started to do is I've started making mattresses made of cash for homeless people. Yeah. And that seems to be, I mean, it's a good outreach program. It's, it's not as good as, uh, uh, how do you put it, filament as uh, feathers and uh, just the overall uh, whatever whatever well, they put in matrices. You know what they say, it's beggars. Comfy. Beggars can't be choosers. So cash mattress or nothing. Yeah, that's the way it is. That, that's the motto. I, I I feel, I feel like, you know, we're sometimes you dance on the line when a funny thought comes to your head. <laughs> I feel like I crossed more than one line there. 
Well, I mean, I, I think cash matrices are universal. Would, would is something that would be universally accepted as good. Okay. Yeah. I don't think uh, anyone yeah. would see. Uh, no. Yeah. Get these away. You're being insensitive from my right sight. now. Yeah. They want to even know about them. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's true. We can. I can take ease in knowing that yeah. most people will not reject cash mattresses. Um, so yeah, and another movie he was in that I have not watched, but I really when I first heard of it, I really wanted to watch it. Called uh, Hobo with a Shotgun. Mm. Yeah, little piece of cinematic history. Uh, not surprisingly, it's about a hobo who has a shotgun. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I evidently it was a really bad movie, but good bad. Are, are you a fan of movies that kind of just are a hot mess? Bad script, bad dialogue, poorly acted out. I'm not sure. Can you give some examples? Uh, Snakes on Planes, where it's just no, kind of obvious. I've not seen that. Um, Evil Dead from the 80s, the Evil Dead franchise. Evil Dead, yeah, I did watch that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's quite fun. Yeah. I, I'm a big fan of that genre of movies that you could tell effort was put into it, but either they just got really silly in making it mm. or someone was a little bit inept along the way. Yeah. And supposedly that hobo with a shotgun is like that. Interesting. So that was another one. So, hey, rest in peace to Rudgard Hauer. Mm-hmm. Uh, he will always be remembered. I'm sure I'll watch, before I die, I'm sure I'll watch uh, at least Lady Hawk two to three more times, and I'll probably watch Blade Runner four more times. I'm that's, just going to throw a fair. number. That, yeah. That's, that's fair. I, yeah. I would agree with that. Because if I live to 75... So I'm 43, so I'm getting pretty close. Yeah. It's enough time to watch it four more times. Yeah. Um, so that's where we're at in the news uh, with memorials. Memorial section. Yeah, that was the memorial section of Two Beers in a Book. I actually like this concept of approved podcasts. Yeah. I do think it needs to be the first blog page. I think so. What, w- what would you put there? What would so I put what, what first podcast that comes to your mind that you would approve? Um, so I like really ridiculous, surreal podcasts. Hmm. Um, so it's probably going to be something like this guy named Duncan Trussell. He's out there, but he always has these monologues that are kind of nonsensical. And right. he, he does a lot of synths. He plays with synthesizers. And so his voice will be going... Like, he'll go into robot voice, into high voice. Oh, wow. That and it's kind of like a auditory uh, kaleidoscope. That's how I would describe... At least his interviews. He's not the best interviewer. Uh, I really like him, but when he interviews, sometimes he gets stuck. And it's not always... He's funny. He's funny. It depends who he has on. Um, but... His his monologues and even the way he does advertisements are really zany. I approve of that. Um, I approve of Bobby Lee is doing a podcast. He's a comedian, hmm. very silly. Um, I don't I don't listen to serious podcasts anymore. Interesting. Yeah, I'm kind of done with it. You know, I'm done. I'm so done with serious topics right now hmm. that there 
looked to be a really good documentary on Netflix about uh, Hacked and about... Oh, yeah, yeah, I just saw the trailer. Yeah, the, so it's getting rave reviews. Hack. The Great Hack. But it's kind of like, I don't even want to... I, I don't even want to pay attention to serious things anymore. Yeah, that's, there's that's a little a bit idea. of fatigue and exhaustion. What about you? So those are the only two I can come up with off my the top of my head because I would say Joe Rogan for consistency and variety, but I get but I think his are too long. This is one that I would go on per episode basis. Yes, approach the uh, on episode yes. on, on per episode approach. Yeah. Because there's some that's just you can't listen to it. Yeah, yeah. I like. I mostly listen to scientists. Really, I just there's no value in podcasts, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, unless there's some. Oh, so my favorite would be Mindscape, probably Sean Carroll's podcast. Okay. I was listening nice to that for a while. But he's serious. He's so serious. Yeah, yeah. It is a serious podcast. You probably yeah. get uh, very few laughs out of them. No, there's no laughs. And it's actually so heavy. I tried listening to his book, too. Mm. And it's just, it's over my head. Yeah. To the point where I would probably have to, I would have to listen to it in five-minute increments and then pause and think. You know what I realized? The, you mean the big picture? Is is that that one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm still listening to it occasionally. Oh, okay. I also it's also very difficult. But I think yeah. you, this is not a book one can listen to. I think uh, it should be read. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I kind of on and listen to it on and off, but really, meh. yeah, it's re- really really difficult to follow. His, na- his narration is is brilliant, but yeah, the problem is that is I'd rather perceive it visually yeah, than yeah. by ear. So, yeah. So his podcasts are. Uh, do you ever do you ever get tired of a field, a subject matter where you have to step away from it for a month or so? Yeah. Yeah. All the time. Yeah, me too. That's how I am. All the time. But that's fine. I mean, we get I think bored of things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can't do all all the same all the time. But now I kind of lump podcasts in with audiobooks because audiobooks are still conveying some concepts and ideas and whatnot. Mm. So the podcast and the audiobook are all one and the same for me. So we should probably put some approved uh, books. But you're right. Some books are not good to listen to. Yeah. Uh, did I listen to Diaspora? No. I read it. I don't think there's an audiobook, and even yeah, if there is, I read it's, that. It's ridic- it would have been ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 that wouldn't be impossible. Good. Seven Eves was good to listen to. Oh, it was alright. Yeah, it was alright. Yeah. Um, but Still, some some technical tangents were were kind of difficult to follow. I wish I could sort of slow down a bit. Yeah. And uh, you know, read them at, at a slower pace. You know what? There is some serious podcasts that I'll throw in the mix. Um, they're NPR podcasts. Mm. What do they do? Uh, it's it's they they have science science and current event topics, but they really break it down for you know dum uh, dums dum dums like myself. Let me see if I can find it in here. No, I can't. I changed devices, so I don't think I added them to the list yet. I, I actually, I've been taking a real, uh, other than reading, I've been taking a real content break. Same. It's only listening to music or reading books. That's really the only thing I'm using my mobile phone for right now. Uh, because 
uh, I just think that it's getting to be a bit much. I was I was trying to take in a lot, mm. and I, I don't think that's good. I think you got to leave empty space. Yes, totally. Uh, overall, I, I'm growing rapidly more and more tired of the f- of the smartphone. Yeah, because it's a it's a constant source of distractions. <laughs> it is. Sometimes I pick up my phone and I go, "Why did I just pick that up?" Yeah, yeah. I, I and then I'll set, I'll go I'm like this at work. I'll literally be in the middle of something, an email, re- looking mm-hmm. at something, and I'll literally go like this and go, "Why did I do yeah. that? That was that was pointless." I, I find myself doing that yeah. every time, all the time. I unblock the phone. Yeah, and even I, I would even go as far as to fire up messengers as if I'm waiting for someone to write me, but I'm not. Yeah, it's just some kind of a reflex that I yeah. developed. It's a horrible, horrible thing. So it most is. of the time now, my phone is on silent mode. Yeah. Uh oh. That tends to happen when we podcast. I think our podcast is actually bad luck. It brings fires and accidents and heart attacks. Or maybe it's just so hot. Oh. That dry wood catches on fire. Yeah, that could be it too. So be, be careful. Don't listen to this podcast in the close proximity of dried wood. Or flammable liquids, anything. Or a leaky propane tank. Yeah. Don't do that. This podcast is real hot. It will, it will light it up. Um, it is a constant source of distraction. Um, so this, let's, let's talk about that movie. Neither of us has watched the documentary. Yeah. I kind of don't want to because I just don't need... I know, I know manipulative stuff is happening. We've talked about this yeah, yeah, yeah. multiple times. Done um, to death. It's, it's kind of done to death. And I, I probably will watch it. I probably will watch it just because I think it is an interesting th- thing to talk about. When you feel a bit too happy. Exactly. You might want to watch. I m- but want to bring my mood down. I don't. You know what, Vadim? I don't even think that's it anymore. I'm to the point where I've almost resigned to the fact that every my move, like there's a stalker out there watching me. Yeah, I'm resigned exactly. to that yeah. fact. Very good uh, thinking. And here's how I rationalize it: that stalker is. So we just talked about medicine. That stalker is gathering so much information on me and the people around me. That if it's a malevolent stalker, uh, uh, sorry, a benevolent, a good stalker. Yeah, good stalker. Yeah, yeah. The best or, of or stalkers. Or a good murderer. Um, then it could be a good thing. So we've also talked about open source and sharing data yeah. and how more data is better than less data. How is that data used? Yes. So, I think uh, what Facebook and some of these others started where they're just trying to market, to know you, to market to you. It's all just a marketing ploy to sell widgets. Mm-hmm. Um, it could be a good thing in treating diseases, establishing trends. It's good having the data. Yeah. But I think... Um, I think it's just right now it's all for profit and there's no sense of the the data is out there for 
um, research and establishing trends and efficiencies. Data should always be about you creating efficiencies. And so I think we're probably some kind of entity will come in and break up whatever's going on right now. Like God. God. G-O-D. He's going to come in and then just put this fist down and then the data will still be there. It'll still be being collected. But how it's used will be different. So the fact that all of this stuff is... I mean, I wouldn't be doing a podcast if it unnerved me. Because, I mean, how many of my opinions have I shared in audio format for all 7 billion people yeah. on the planet? So I, it's, it's fine. Data is being collected on me. Uh, whether I know it or not, whether I approve of it or not, it's out there. Um, I guess it's just how it's being used. That's gonna. That's the big question mark for me. Maybe that documentary goes into it. I don't know. I don't know enough about it. But here's why. Here's why I think. I'm sure the way it was edited, and cut is they're making it out to be kind of a scare movie. Mm, yeah. And we should be scared to some extent because we, we all were being manipulated. But I also think, you know what? This is a good exercise in all of us having to accept some kind of self-control in the equation. How far can a multimedia giant manipulate us? Hopefully not too far. Well, I think pretty far. Well, the way I think about it is who collects this information. These are private, for-profit corporations and their goal is to make their main shareholders happy and rich that's it that's, that's, all their, that's goal. their goal so already i think we should be suspicious of that fact alone yeah uh, if you know they ruin a couple lives along the way i don't think they care yeah um so yeah, but whenever there's power and collecting data is is, is enormous power, there's uh, opportunity for abuse of that power, right? So yeah, we have to. So I, I'm basically yeah. I, I think the natural state to be in is to be suspicious. Yeah, and wear a tin foil hat. Yeah, I agree. It's very funny because I think just years ago. You know, so some years ago, I would have been in a group that sort of laughs at those people with tinfoil hats. Yeah. But the more I learn, the more I become one of them. Yeah. Well, I know that the gray aliens have just repeatedly abducted, abducted me and stuck all kinds of numerous instruments up my butt. Yeah. Um, and tinfoil hats didn't work. I can tell. It's written yeah. all over your face. <laughs> an object being stuck up your ass. <laughs> but yeah. it's probably not aliens. It's the taxation in California. Yeah, it could be California taxation. Well, certainly conspiracy is out there. And certainly, uh, like you said, power structures, uh, they are meant to propagate themselves, period. So you name a Fortune 10 company, and that power structure is there for one reason and one reason only, to propagate itself. It's like a form of artificial life. Yeah. As our governments. Yeah. U.S. government, uh, Russian government, English government. It's all there to sustain itself and serve its interests. 
And so we have a altruistic outlook with government and say, oh, it's here to serve the people and it's by the people. All people? There's 350 million of us. You're going to serve all of us? I don't think so. Some people are going to be left out in the street. Yep. And they are. And uh, so, but I think the net is broader with a government entity. I think with a, like you said, it's a very small interest group when we talk about a Fortune 10 company. Mm. You're talking about of any, uh, well, really, uh, so all of these organizations are global at this point. So we aren't talking about a ma and posh shop that makes nails in Redding, California. Hell, even our podcast can be seen as a global organization because we have global reach. It does have global reach, yes. Uh, the, I just don't know how search engine optimization works, <laughs> so no one knows about it. The reach is there, but no one's grabbing. Yeah. Uh, so where was I going with this? So it's a global reach. So you talk about $7 billion. Yeah. If I run Facebook... I'm representing maybe 100,000 investors. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe not. Maybe 10,000. No, probably 100,000. You think 100,000? Well, because they, they end up in mutual funds. and yeah, You know yeah. what I mean? Well, yeah, but that's yeah, all. Let's, let's do, let's, let's do 100,000. Yeah. So 100,000 of 7 billion. Yeah. I don't even know what percentage it is. It's a fraction of a percent. Fraction yeah, of a fraction. It's nothing. Of a yeah, it's, it's uh, nothing. It's a drop in the ocean. So, yeah, they don't give a fuck. And now... About the altruistic uh, needs of... No, and see, I like that you brought up... That, that, you, you, that you, you know, brought up that juxtaposition of governments and corporations. And the governments... I. I don't know if it's a wider net, but a government, at least at this point, uh, is unbelievable. <laughs> don't they know what's going on here? Don't they understand the magic? Yeah. <laughs> and I, you know what I was thinking, Redeem? Here's what's crazy. I sat down here, and it was like empty, and I go, I cannot believe how well our podcasts have been going in this corner. Meaning... Uh, acoustically speaking yeah and just ambiance to the point where I thought if I had access to the studio would I choose it over this I had that thought yeah 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 and then this happened and now I go oh yeah my choice is clear (laughs) I go for the studio certainly because even the sound of traffic has never bothered me Sirens, whatever. I thought it was kind of cute, you know. Like yeah. we're just chilling, having. A, I thought, I, I thought all of this was conducive to good conversation. But what happened? What's yeah. happening today is unacceptable on every level. Yeah. It's, a, it's, it's a joke. It's They're a making a mockery of art. Uh, yes, <laughs> it's an insult to all the cultured people. It is. Yeah, they they don't understand what's happening here. Would you go up to Picasso while he's painting? Yeah, a picture. And, like, just drag chairs around him and, like, poke him in the ribs. No. You wouldn't. He's motherfucking Picasso. Yeah. Let him do what he does. He's also a really good boxer. Yeah. It's true. He'd punch you in the dick. Yeah. If you did that. He's not fucking around. He's not fucking around. Um, I'm sorry. We went on tangent. Yeah, Yeah. governments. Um, The difference is that there is at least some... 
although imperfect, but control over the government from the people, at least for now. But see, the government, and I'm circling back to Yanis Varoufakis, whose book I finished recently, by the way. Okay. And he didn't talk about it, but he talked about it in one of these interviews. And um, his thesis is that the, the political realm, the political field, has shrunk in the recent years because we have all those private corporations dominating global conversation like social media yeah. mass media these are things that shape culture to, to a large degree hell even even the streaming services yeah. uh, and uh, take Amazon Amazon makes its own uh, films and shows and uh, Twitch it, it's up to them the kids love Twitch it's up well at least twi- Twitch to some degree uh, they're real people they're putting up content yeah, yeah. Yes, Twitch yeah, can, that's true. Uh, can that's filter healthy. it. Yeah, that's yeah, healthy. Twitch can filter it, but I've not heard of anything that's sort of too outrageous. You yeah. know, happening YouTube probably does crazy things. And, and YouTube, I mean, most channels are still around. You know, nobody's yeah. been shut down uh, except for some wacky individuals. Yeah, 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 yeah. But um, nonetheless, uh, they dominate and... And these people, then, then, whoever makes rules in social media and you know streaming services and you know, all, all sorts of uh, corporations, they represent no one. They've been elected by no one. Mm. There's absolutely was absolutely no procedure to put them in charge. Yet they are in charge, and they're do- in in what is uh, I don't know maybe ninety percent of our culture is yeah. is basically in, in their control. So and the, the politicians, well, the the government, what they can do, they can just you know put some some regulations, which which they're gonna evade anyway. Yeah. Uh, with uh, their armies of lobbyists. Yeah. And uh, lawyers who will find and technology. Technology will find another uh, oh, way. Oh, and technology. And yeah. don't even get me started on that. Yeah. So uh, at the end of the day, the true government are those corporations because they have true power. Which is. Uh, Fascism, actually. Well, it's undemocratic at the very least. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, it is hard for me to keep a thought. Um, I thought I was a ninja. Now I'm realizing I'm just a little puppy dog. I'm an overweight kitten right now. That's what I am. I'm distracted by every little sparkly thing around me. Um, uh, yeah. I th- I was rooting for Europe. I thought Europe would come in with their uh, privacy laws and kind of put a smackdown on Facebook and some of these other. Um, I think we're really just talking about Facebook, aren't we? Facebook, Twitter, mostly. Twitter, okay, yeah. Uh, Twitter is targeted ads. Yes, yeah. Amazon, maybe. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, they all have this a little bit of targeted advertising. Yeah. And they all try to go. Hell, uh, people that sell th- so-called smart TVs, yeah. companies that sell smart TVs, they, you can get targeted ads on your TV. Oh, okay. So, and, you know, some well-known companies. Yeah, yeah. Are there... Some less known ones are there. Yeah. But they do all the same. Yeah. And 
So this week's sponsor, Samsung. Buy a Samsung TV now. <laughs> Look at the new curved 62-inch. Yes, the code is uh, two beers and a B. Uh, it's, m- there's a character limit, so it's two beers and a B. Yeah, that's right. Uh, so ook is kind of a yeah. I have to I have to go away. Had yeah. to go away. Yeah, and uh, yeah, we made the sacrifice. B- buy a TV and uh, you yeah, know. and enjoy it. Now back We're to our regular scheduled program. Yeah, I don't have the soundboard. Uh, what was I going to say? I was going to say something about. Um, Oh, fuck. I'm lost right now, Vadim. You know what I want? Save me. I, re- Save I, me, I recently realized what is on the top things that I want. And I'll tell you what. I'll tell you exactly what I want. I want, at the very least, four-day week. Yeah. Week. I agree with that. Just if, just from... If you're a... a one of these people who, you know, is like a family first voter, let's say the cr- Christian lobby. Mm, yeah. Like, why wouldn't you vote for four day to get one more day to hang out with your kids? Or your imaginary friend. That too. That's important. You yeah. got to keep your imaginary friends healthy. Yeah, lest he gets angry. Lest he gets angry. And he starts telling you to do things. Yeah. <laughs> Unsavory <laughs> things. <laughs> yeah. Things that will get you. Yeah. That are legal in uh, 48 states. 48 out of 50 states. Uh, yeah, no, I'm I'm with you on that. I have no objections to that. That's the I, and I realized that I'm actually for less pro- productivity, as just as a whole. Everyone's talking about GDP productivity. You know what? We got enough. We've yeah. had this talk before, right? Yeah. Everything is fine. We don't need anything more. No. Stop stressing yourself out, world. Relax. Yeah. Take a little time. Listen to the Two Beers in a Book podcast. Read our blog. Um, everything is fine. We have what we need. Yes. I just, uh, I can't, I, I feel like this that one last extra day, day. That last day really feels like a theater production, doesn't it? Oh, I got to pretend I care about these things right now. Yeah, yeah. You don't care about these things right now. Yeah. We'll just power through it. Let's just power through the Friday. I'm going to be thinking, putting half my energy into thinking about this problem and the other half I'm just daydreaming about the weekend to come yeah oh this is a good tangent daydreams good or bad daydreaming good or bad very good I I think it's good after reading these books I read um, writing to the bone I'm all about I'm I'm delving deep within the psyche here uh, Vanim I read improv wisdom don't prepare just show up writing to the bone which is a, a kind of a writer workshop ah. type book. Well, that's interesting. I want to write more. Yeah, I have to write more yeah, because yeah. I, I am, um, you know, I'm going on stage all the time. Yeah. I, I need to be writing every day, really. I don't go on, on stage, but I consider myself a writer. Yeah. And a philosopher. And you know what? This is great. And here's another one I'm reading. I'm reading Self-Reliant, uh, Ralph Waldo Emerson's Self-Reliance. Uh, it's not really, a, it's more of an essay. It's not a poem. These three things, man, it's like, they're smashing open doors of just my mind and way of thinking. So you know what I'm doing? There's very practical ep- exercises. Uh, so writing to the bone, she talks about this inner critic that we have, that yeah. once we have an idea, it gets shot down five different ways from this critic yes. about how it's stupid. Oh, God, yes. 
Um, and so her, one of her tactics, she has a lot of exercises. I don't remember them all, but there's a few things that I'm doing. Number one, write every day, but not with the intent of it ever being read. Just sit down and start writing in a notepad. And whatever's on your mind, just let it flow. And so um, I'm doing that. It doesn't take much more than 20 minutes, right? And I have other blog posts on my uh, mmfmccarran.com page. Um, they're short. And I'm, I'm, I get really nervous when I post blogs because I always just consider myself a shit writer, which there's that critic, right? Yeah. Like I feel more comfortable getting on stage and talking about absolutely nothing than writing things down and going, I have to stay on script. There's something that makes me very nervous about presenting what I've wrote. Mm. Um, and then the other exercise she turned me on to, which is a really kind of cool nonsense exercise, but it helps uh, when you're having writer's block or something, is um, she says, just take a piece of paper and then fold it. And then on one side, write down nouns. Just pick nouns, bottle, recorder, hat, um, chair. Yeah. 10 of them. And then on the other side of the paper, think of a job. You could say taxi driver. And then come up with 10 verbs that that taxi driver does every day. Talk, drive, um, collect money. That's not, that's collect. Um, you, know, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And then just go through and make a short sentence with just mis- mismatch all of these and make short sentences. And it kind of just un- unblocks things. Um, so, yeah, it's been a really helpful book. Hmm. But ultimately, these books are all saying that just daydream time is really important. And I always feel kind of guilty, like my mind is wandering, and I, I'm kind of like, oh, I got a task to do. Let me get back to that task. Mm. Even when it comes to being creative, you know, oh, instead of daydreaming, I could be sitting there with my guitar, or I could be in garage band, or I could be writing a joke. But, um, you know, she's really just like, no, that time is very important. Yeah, I think so. In fact, in the in the recent months, probably maybe for about a year and until maybe two or three months back, I would fill up all that time with audiobooks, podcasts and whatnot. Yeah. And then I well, I also grew tired of it. Yeah. But thinking back, it's exactly the time where you can sort of just you know process information, think up new ideas. I think the new ins- idea, that's it. And instead, you're sort of flooding yourself with new information again and again, and you don't have time to process. Or maybe your brain processes it when you sleep, but I don't know. I feel a bit better when I'm not pouring just you know megabytes of megabytes of data onto myself. You know what's another exercise I've been doing? I haven't... Um it didn't come from this book. I write down all my dreams. Ah. And they're such ridiculous, surreal things that I think they're comedies. If I knew how to animate, what I would do... I, I'll tell you my idea right now. I'll put it out there to the whole world. I've been recording my dreams for about two months now. Because I started getting really bizarre dreams for a while. Just bizarre dreams. And um, I was like, fuck, this is getting weird. i got to write this down because... Maybe some of this could be like a sitcom or a movie or something, right? An award, award-winning film. Maybe. And so I just started writing them down. And I thought if I could... What I write down, it's very choppy because I do it first thing in the morning, right? And so I just try to remember. Some dreams are very blurry and I only have like three or four fl- uh, thoughts. But some dreams just 
there's a whole structure in my head. I want to learn to do some kind of uh, illustrator or uh, what's that called? Final Cut animations of these trees. I think it would be hilarious. And then put it on my YouTube page. That's, that's a nice idea. I yeah. just bet I got to learn to animate. Yeah. But they're so ridiculous. Oh, my God. I went back and I reread some of them and I was just laughing my ass off. It's like, wow. Because I don't even remember. I just write it so fast. A day later, I don't even remember what it was. But now I have it on a piece of paper. Or not in a paper, but, um, you know, online. And uh, I can go back to it at some point. Let's pause for a quick second. Um, do you, do you want to wrap up? Because I, I got to pee right now. This is so annoying. Maybe we just go to dinner. Yeah. You want to go to dinner? Yeah. Okay. That. All right. Until next time. <laughs>